Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. If it is your first time here, hello, hi, welcome back to my podcast. So, today's episode is going to be everything I watched and played in 2022. So, ideally, the entire year, every single month, I would do like a favorites episode. And in those favorites episodes, I would tell you what I've watched and read and played that month. Reading out the window, I haven't checked my Goodreads. I'm not going to. I don't need to see that kind of pain right now. But I did watch a lot of TV and I did play some video games. And I wanted to talk about them before the year wraps up. Basically, I was going to record this video yesterday. Video yesterday, sorry. Actually, I am recording a video. So I'm recording it on my like MacBook photo booth right now while I'm talking. Um, I don't know if I'm going to upload this. I'm kind of just keeping it on the side just for like fun to see if I actually like it. And if you guys want me to, I'll like probably upload it to YouTube. And with that being said, I talked about in last week's episode that I'm thinking about coming full circle. <laughs> and starting like a beauty youtube channel i don't know why i like tiktok i think like it's really fun um but i just want to talk about the products i'm using you know like talk through doing my makeup i was watching jc marie smith's like ultimate fall makeup look video and in it she was like i just love watching people do and talk through doing their makeup and i was like same why don't i do that so here we are um currently I'm trying to experiment with different ways to record video. Right now the vibe is low-key to do something like a Vogue Beauty Secrets where I'm just gonna use like my front-facing camera on my phone. I found an app called, what is this, Pro Movie on the App Store. If you just like look it up on the App Store, it's probably gonna be the first one to come up only because it has like 20,000 reviews and like almost five stars. But I really like this app because basically it allows me to zoom in on the front facing camera and it basically records really well. It's not bad. And with that being said as well, like I have a very bright like desk lamp so I can make my videos look a lot more higher quality than they actually are. So I can get away with it. It's not going to be as good as like using my DSLR, but like I kind of don't want to use my DSLR because I, I don't know, I, it's too bulky and it's kind of difficult for me to set up. And the one feature I really need when I'm recording video only because of my face shape is zooming in and out. And I can do that using the front facing camera on my phone. So slay. Um, I'm probably, I want to upload a video before the year ends. And you know, granted it might flop and that's okay. I'm okay, but I'm ready to come full circle with this entire beauty YouTube thing. I think like, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I've always wanted to start a beauty YouTube channel and I've been super shy about doing it. I was like, let me try TikTok and TikTok, like I just said, fun, everything. But yeah, it's time to come full circle. Um, today, Saturday, December 10th, it is 4.14 p.m. Um, today is my friend Armish's graduation. My friend Mahira and I, we went. We didn't surprise her because we she knew we were coming. She gave us a ticket. But we went and I got back home around like one something and I was just lollygagging and I was like, let me record an episode. Um, I have a latte sitting by me and I was like, this is like the perfect time to record. I was going to record yesterday, but the new Sessa album came out and I was like, this needs all my time and attention. And when I was finished listening to it, right, I was like, okay, I'm in like no mood to record or edit anything. I'm in shambles right now, so maybe right now is not the best time to do that. So, 
I'm doing it now. So going back to Seth's album, let me talk about that for like a split second, right? Actually, I'll talk about that in the end. Like, I'm not gonna annoy you with that right now. What else? What else? So I have, I do have a haul for the beginning of this episode, and it's actually Bath and Body Works candles. You guys know I do not play, my family does not play about their Bath and Body Works candles, okay? They're very serious about it, and especially when the sale comes, you know, it's it's game time. This is our football season. This is our Super Bowl. This is our... I, I can't even come up with anything funny to, like, showcase how much this means to us as a family unit. Um, but I'm going to show you the candles. So the thing is, they're all in a box right there, and the box is kind of heavy, but... Because I love you guys so much, I want to bring it over here and actually try, so we're gonna do that. Okay, ignore my room. <laughs> okay, so in the back, you can actually see it. There's one candle burning. I was just very tempted to burn it. It's um, a gingerbread smelling candle. It smells very like baking cookies-esque type of deal. And I was like, I need this in my life right now. I need to burn this right now. A lot of these candles are mine, but some of them are my sister's as well, but we like share pretty much everything. So I'm gonna share those as well first. Okay, so I don't really know how to go about like sharing this because obviously you can't smell the candle. So I'm just gonna tell you the description of the candle and then tell you what I think about it. But the first candle is winter candy apple. Is there a description? Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. Fragrance notes, red apples, crisp pear, candied oranges with natural essential oils. I'm probably gonna not say that it has natural essential oils, just apply that to every single candle I'm about to talk about. But the three main ingredients, red apples, crisp pear, and candied oranges. This smells so good. I definitely smell the fruitiness, but it's like not super overpowering, where it's like, you know, tropically, it definitely has like, it's like has a slight musk to it. So it smells very wintry, but like very pleasant. Um, next, okay, so this I hauled last year, last fall, but this is crisp morning air. I was burning this originally. However, I was like, I need to burn the gingerbread candle right now. I need that in my life, especially after that says album. But basically, crisp fall breeze, white oak, golden amber wood, saffron, soft sandalwood with natural essential oils. I love this scent. These kinds of candles I burn like earlier in the new year when it's like nothing's going on. Yeah, it's kind of like that like nice fresh outdoor scent. Next, okay, this is Land of Snow and it is snowy cypress, cypress, I'm so sorry. Ice juniper berries, frozen oak moss. Oh, this smells really good too. It's kind of like winter candy apple. However, it's not fruity scents. It kind of has like a slight like um, foresty musk to it, but it definitely smells good. It's not like a traditional, I would say like wintry scent. It definitely has like that, you know, like that musk, like mahogany teakwood-esque musk. It's not that exact scent, but it just, it is in it. Um, next, for some reason, we ordered like five of these ones. This is Falling Flurries. This one is Frozen Time, Fresh Eucalyptus, Ripe Pear, and Sandalwood. I like this one as well. This one has a lot more of a fresher scent compared to like um, Land of Snow or what have you, but it still smells very good. When I think of snow or like snowfall, I think of like, like, you know when the air is just like super fresh and cold? That's what I think about. And it also has like a, see, I don't even know how to explain it. If I try to explain it to you guys, I'll, we would be here for like six and a half years. I wore this lip gloss today. This is Lip Glow Oil by Dior. I'm just applying it right now. I'm telling you guys because I'm on video. But this is honestly such a pretty lip oil. I hauled this like last year and it's just so perfect for like fall, winter, early spring. Okay, next is Eucalyptus Rain. Okay, so I 
love eucalyptus smelling candles. I don't know what it is. Me and Stress Relief Candle from Bath & Body Works with the eucalyptus have a special connection that anytime I see anything with eucalyptus at Bath & Body Works, I need to buy it. This one says, aromatic eucalyptus spearmint leaves, fresh spring rain. Yeah, it just smells like very fresh. Like it's not as strong as Stress Relief, but it's kind of like a lighter version of that. And then we have eucalyptus snowfall. This one is frozen eucalyptus, snowy spearmint, Winter Lavender. I think Spearmint is like that musky scent I'm getting in a lot of these candles that I don't know how to explain. You smell like the eucalyptus and like that kind of slight musk of the Spearmint. Next is Fresh Cut Lilacs. I can't wait to burn this in spring, but this is Lilac Bouquets, Dewy Greens, and Soft Spring Air. This literally smells like straight up lilacs. Like straight up. It smells so nice. Um, next is Fresh Balsam. This is a very popular one. This is Woodland Balsam. Crisp eucalyptus, fir branches, and cedar wood. Yeah, it just smells like trees from the outside, pretty much. Next is, <laughs> next is stress relief. Eucalyptus and spearmint. This basically has eucalyptus and spearmint. Clary sage and eucalyptus leaves. Yeah, straight up smells like the eucalyptus candle. Um, for this one, it's definitely like a balance between the spearmint and the eucalyptus scent. I really like it. Next is lakeside morning. This is actually white barn. I don't think I have any other white barn candles. Oh wait, crisp morning air is one. Okay, oh, this smells so good. Lakeside morning, crisp autumn air, white driftwood, and a hint of green apple. It smells really good. It smells really light. Like honestly, I can't really get a sun out of it. But it smells good. What's I gonna say? You know how like they say like spring air, <laughs> autumn air? I'm like, how do they actually get that scent? Like are they trapped in the air in like a bottle or something? I have a lot of questions. And then finally, this Bath & Body Works candle haul would not be complete without a candle from the men's collection. This is fresh water and this has um, Italian bergamot, mountain spring water, and oak moss. Oh, it smells good. It smells like a lush bath bomb, honestly. It's a very subtle one, but that was my candle haul. Um, I can definitely put it back in the box, but I'm gonna save myself the energy of that. Oh, the postman is here. Oh my God, does he have my Gymshark package by chance? I've been thinking about that nonstop. I've been wearing the aloe bra I talked about in last episode. I actually ended up going ahead and like sewing the straps um, and I sewed them that there is now like an inch less. So I folded it over and then like sewed it in. And I've been really liking it to work out. It's not as supportive as like I would want it to be. However, it still works. I feel confident when I'm wearing it, so that's, to me, honestly, that's all that matters. But yeah, that was my haul, my random haul, and what lip gloss I'm wearing, I guess. All right, so I actually planned this entire episode. I didn't really plan it. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just kidding. I still plan. <laughs> but I actually planned this on my Notion, so let me pull it up real quick. So glad my Notion is still in one piece. I love her so much. Okay, so should we start with movies, TV shows, video games? I think we're gonna start with movies because I watched a lot this year. Um, the very first movie is The Cat Returns by Hiroyuki Morita. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. It's one of the lesser known Studio Ghibli movies. It was released in 2002. Basically, it follows the story of, of this high school or middle school girl. And sorry, I'm like trying to like figure out how to like give you enough information based on what I remember without giving out too much information. It definitely is an art that I have not mastered. So I apologize in advance if I spoil anything. 
But basically, this movie is about like this high school or middle school girl. I think she's in high school. She helps out this cat one day. And this cat is so indebted to her kindness that he decides, you're going to marry my cat's son. And it talks about this entire situation of her going to the magical land of cats, helping cats. It's crazy. It's wild. It is such a cute movie. It's a very fast movie as well. So, like, although it's a standard, like, hour-something-minute movie, I feel like it goes by super fast. So it's a really good watch if you're just, like, bored one day and you're just trying to kill time, honestly. So I really like that. I gave it five stars on my Notion. Um, next is a movie I've talked about. It's Encanto from, like, I mean, I think it might be Pixar. Who knows? It was directed by Jared Bush and Brian Howard. In my, like, little notes section, I wrote, I love, 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 love this movie. Beautiful movie. I cried, like, five times watching it. I also watched it five times, I'm pretty sure. I think it was very well done. It talks about um, family pressure, pretty much. I think that's the best way to describe it. You know, having a big family is a beautiful thing. Having a family with, like, a legacy in the sense of, like, um, or, like, living with your extended family and, like, having the idea of legacy... Um, is a very beautiful thing, but it can also come with a lot of pressure, and this movie kind of tackles that. And I thought it was beautifully done. I would so watch it again. In the same vein, the next movie, Turning Red, directed by Domi Shi. This is another Disney movie. I give it four stars out of five. I don't remember why. I really liked Turning Red. I think they did a really good job, basically about... This girl, around 13, 14, or 15, I don't know what age she is. She's, like, she's in, like, 8th grade, I think, maybe early high school. She's very young. She's she's a very cute girl. I think her family owns a shrine, and it basically talks about her family, like, mutual line, having, like, this curse, in quotes, put on her family, where they turn into, like, red pandas, and it's actually really cute. And I love the direction they went in with the movie, and I'll just say it because it's like literally what happens at the beginning. In the sense of like, a lot of times when there's movies like, I have a secret, like I turn into like this kind of animal, or I do this thing, or I have a secret power. They spend so much of the movie trying to hide that. Like the movie revolves around them hiding that fact. However, she took advantage of it. She made some money. It was impressive. I, I admire her tenacity. Great movie. I gave it a four out of five. Can't remember why. Maybe because it triggered me a little at some point. I don't know. Who knows? But next movie is Lilo and Stitch. I, I like wrote in movies as well that I've already watched before as well. Directed by Chris Sanders and Dean DeBlois. It's a Disney movie. I give it five stars. Ohana means family. Love that movie. Okay. I don't know what happened, but I was trying to watch the summer I turned pretty. And then I realized I didn't finish the like two older boys I love before movies and I was like I gotta watch these before I watch the summer I turned pretty and mind you like they have nothing to do with each other like the storyline has nothing at all to do they're separate worlds and but I was like I need to finish watching this series and it's just basically a romantic comedy teen Netflix movie so I watched the last two movies in the trilogy so two older boys I love before PS I still love you and two older boys I love before always and forever I both gave him five stars. I, I thought it was cute. I don't know, movies like these, you're just supposed to like have fun. Like it's just a fun vibe. Like I was just having fun, I have fun. I love Lana Condor, I think she's a great actress. I like the characters in the show. It was a fun movie to watch. Um, the second movie was kind of like not as good as the last movie. 
Or, like, the first movie. I actually really liked the last movie. I think the last movie did a great job at wrapping up the entire story. Like, it was to the point where when they started to end the movie, I was like, there has to be more. There has to be more. There has to be another clip in the ending sequence or something about the future because I need to know more. But it was a good movie. I really liked it. Okay, next, I watched 500 Days of Summer. And this was directed by Mark Webb. This is a romance drama. I gave it five stars. I watched it because Best Dressed, I think her name is Ashley. She did a video talking about her favorite movies and 500 Days of Summer was one of them. Oh wait, I wrote notes for To All the Boys I Loved Before. I didn't even realize that. Let me see what I said. So to P.S. I Still Love You. Oh, I wrote quotes from the movie. Oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> but to, for the second movie, I wrote, I like this quote a lot. I thought it was really sweet. There's a Korean word my grandma taught me. It's called young. It's the connection between two people that can't be severed even when love turns to hate. You still have those old feelings for them. You can never completely shake them loose of you. You will always have tenderness in your hearts for them. I was like, I think that's like kind of a sentiment that applies to me, honestly. I, I don't know. I thought it was cute. I was having my moment, okay, when I watched these. I don't know what was going on in July, but yeah, I don't know what was going on in July when I watched these. But oh, for the like last movie in the trilogy, I literally just wrote, cute finale, comma, I'm glad Peter came to his senses. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad he did come to his senses because I remember watching him and be like, what is he even, what's going on with him right now? This is unnecessary. Okay, and then now we're back up to 500 Days of Summer. Story of this is just basically about this guy named Tom and this like whirlwind romance he has with a girl named Summer and it lasts for about 500 days, um, which is a year and a half? Girl, <laughs> let me do the math. Okay, wait. So 500 minus 365, because there's 365 days a year, and then 135, so like a year and a couple months, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to be that exact. We got to keep going. This is going to be a long episode. But basically, I just wrote, it's a cute movie talking about like destiny and true love. And then I also wrote, both Summer and Tom are kind of annoying. LOL. Yeah, I think they're both annoying, honestly. But basically, this, like I said earlier, I think the only thing I'll really say about this movie is I kind of agree with um, Ashley's sentiment regarding the movie. She said when she was younger, she used to be on like Tom's side, but now as she grows older, she's kind of on Summer's side. And it was like a really good movie to watch because I was like, it, it's kind of like showcases like how you know, like, intensely you feel love when you, like, really like someone. Show that, and then you get, like, tunnel vision, and you're, like, you know, like, how intense you feel, and then you think your entire world revolves around them, and then, you know, like, everything's sweet at the beginning, and then it turns sour. It's it's a good movie. I liked it. I think it's worth watching, and I like kind of the direction it took regarding how they, like, showcase the movie. Okay, so after I watched, started watching To All the Boys I Loved Before, I'm pretty sure, it started a kick where I needed to watch, like, 90s rom-coms. So the very next one I watched was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days by Donald Petrie. It's a rom-com. I gave it five stars. All the movies I'm about to talk about or I've talked about, I gave five stars except for Turning Red. And I'm so sorry. Like, I wish I wrote stuff down in Turning Red to explain why I gave it four stars. But I can't remember because it was so long ago. But basically, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I love this movie. This movie had so many cringy moments that I, I'm like, I'm someone who gets secondhand embarrassment really bad. So I need to like stop watching for a second. Like turn my head away or like fast forward. But I really like this movie. I think it was really well done. I think it's insane. They fell in love in 10 days, but it was really well done. Like basically what it's about, these people live in New York City. 
the guy is like an advertiser, like a sports advertiser. Well, the girl works for like a fashion magazine. Um, she writes about like fashion pieces. However, she wants to cover politics. And so basically these like two of the ad guys, co-workers kind of set them both up because they're both trying to ruin each other's lives pretty much because the ad man, he's going into the relationship on a bet to be like, oh, she's gonna fall in love with me in 10 days. Whereas like the girl is coming into the relationship and trying to like like scare the guy off within 10 days for a story she's writing. And so it's like a really well done movie. I really liked it. I don't know why they get mad at each other. They were just basically in the same boat. I'd have been like, oh, okay. I mean, I might've been mad for like 10 seconds. And then I would have the self-awareness to be like, I kind of did some sketchy things too. So it's fine. It's fine, we can move past this. And then following that movie, I watched 10 Things I Hate About You. It was directed by Jill Junger. And basically it talks about like a couple high school students pretty much. Kind of difficult for me to explain only because like one of the things I really liked about this movie is that there were a lot of characters but they still developed throughout the movie and I thought the movie went by fast so I want to watch it again. So it just talks about like their individual love stories and then how it plays into like a bigger network. Was Julia Stiles also in 10 Things I Hate About You? One thing I learned about this podcast is trying to find out information in real time does not end well for me. So yeah. But basically, it was a really nice movie. I really enjoyed it. I think I watched it when I was like in my hotel room in Portland. So enjoy this movie. Really like it. It's a fun watch. I would watch it with your friends. Out of all the movies, I would watch this one with your friends as like a rom-com. Next, we're jumping back into Studio Ghibli. So this kind of started when like I got my surgery and I was just watching TV. So the next movie is Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's by Hayao Miyazaki or like Studio Ghibli. It's an anime movie. I gave it five stars. I have been putting off watching this movie for the longest time. And I really regret it because this movie was so good. Like, I think this movie was beautifully done. It just basically talks about the future and how, like, there's, like, several different lands, right? And basically their resources and their lands are shrinking due to, like, toxins and, like, these, like, huge bug creatures that are taking over the lands. And also, like, like I mentioned, the toxins polluting the air so people can't breathe or they get really sick. And so they can't like live in those kinds of lands. So it's basically about that. The storyline is a little bit more intricate, but it's definitely worth the entire watch. It was so well done. Love this movie. The next one is another Studio Ghibli movie. This is Porco Rosso. I love this movie so much that I watched it two times in a row. It was so good. I think Michael Keaton voiced um, Porco Rosso. It was so good. It talks about this man who has a curse where he looks like a pig. Well, he looks like an actual pig, but it's like, it's like a human body. Like he stands up and stuff, but he looks like a pig. He's a seaplane pilot in the Adriatic. And the story just sets up as the worst people you can come across an American shows up. And he kind of challenges Porco Rosso. It just talks about that kind of story. Um, I don't want to like dive too much into it because I don't want to give away kind of the entire storyline. Of course, there's like other intricate things that happen and it was beautifully done. I loved it. I kind of want to dress up like Gina or like do Gina's makeup, which I might do. Next, my brother and I were folding laundry and we watched this movie called Bad Guys. We didn't know what it was. The font really threw me off, honestly. Like when I saw the font, I was like, uh, this looks like a movie I wouldn't want to be watching. Lies. So good. So it's basically an animation movie. I don't, I think it might be from Disney, but it was directed by Pierre Perfel. I give it five stars. It just talks about like these five animals. 
it kind of reminds me of the world of Zootopia, but, you know, like, five animals, and basically they, what do they do? They're criminals, basically, and it talks about from going bad to being good. It was really well done. It's a children's movie, but I love animation movies, if you can't tell, so I really enjoyed it. It was really well done. They steal stuff. And then one day when they're stealing, they kind of realize that they want to be good guys. So then they try to become good guys, but it's still really good. So I loved it. Great movie. Finally, this is the last movie. This is Disenchanted. This is a sequel to Enchanted. It was directed by Adam Shankman and it is a Disney classic. That's what I wrote. And I gave it five stars. I love this movie. I watched this movie, then watched Enchanted, and then watched this movie again. I thought it was so well done. Amy Adams looks just as beautiful as she did in the 2007 one. I love the storyline of the movie. Basically, you know, Morgan grows up. She's around like 16-ish. As a teenager, she's kind of like distant with Gazelle's character, Amy Adams' character. Gazelle is like, okay, let's move to the suburbs. You know, like, because moving to the suburbs fix everything, right? Let's move to the suburbs. And, you know, maybe Morgan will have like a better, Morgan the daughter will have like a better life and obviously like things turn bad, you know, cause it's changed and she's a teenager and then Giselle makes a wish and she's like, I wish my life was a fairy tale. And then with that being said, you know, like she, well, I'm not gonna say what happens after that because I think that's an integral part of the story. But I love the ending and I love the message of the story, which was just basically about like, you know, even though Morgan is not biologically Giselle's daughter, she's her daughter. And I thought that was so sweet. I thought that was like the perfect way to do this movie instead of going with the love route or some other route. And thank God we finally have Adina Menzel singing a song. Okay, like I watched Enchanted and I was like, how in this entire movie they're gonna cast Adina Menzel and not have her sing a song you know and I'm just like sitting there and so she got to sing a song in those movies and it's like she did great great to see James Morrison love him he looks just as good as she did in the 20 2007 version but yeah also I really liked Morgan's makeup like in the fairy tale aspect of the movie um it's really pretty I would definitely do a makeup look on that she looks so pretty she looked like a she literally looked like this like beautiful ethereal like princess so pretty so so pretty but that wraps up our movies i'm going to drink some water drink some more coffee and then i'll come back okay so hello i'm back um we're gonna start with the next section which is tv shows I've been recording for 38 minutes, so I think I can really just go through this really fast, honestly. And I like having like the camera set up as well because it forces me to like keep talking on like a thought. If you listen to my episodes, what I do is like I'll start saying something and then I'll immediately interject with something else and then I'll go back to what I was saying. It can be really confusing in the editing process. And when it's confusing to me in the editing process, I sit there and go, wow, imagine someone listening to this episode. So this is what I watch TV show wise. Yo, I'm missing a show on here. Hold on, hold on everybody. Oh yeah, okay, I watch a lot of TV. My bad. I'm just gonna run through this. Okay, very first show, Sailor Moon. I finally, well, not I finally, but Hulu finally uploaded the final um, updated dub version of Sailor Moon, like the fifth and final season. And so now I can give you a review of the entire series. Love it. So good. So good. I don't remember kind of the specifics of each season, but with the fifth season, it wasn't my favorite, but I love the new characters that showed up. I wish 
in the fifth season, honestly, I wish it was more about the actual characters that have been there longer. Like, they introduced three new characters and a new plot line, and the only time you see the entirety of the gang is at the beginning and then towards the end. Like, at the very, very end is when you see them all together again. You know, that's the one part I didn't really like, but overall, like like I said, I love the theme of the season, and then also, like, the new introduced characters. I thought that was really well done. I love the show. This is, if you never watch anime and you need an anime to watch watch this show, Hulu has updated the entire dub of this show, and the, the new dub is, like, really, really good. So there's that. I gave it five stars. Next is <laughs> The Summer I Turned Pretty, and basically... I really enjoyed this show. I think I talked about it when I first watched it in July, and I think it was a very pleasant watch. I'm not very familiar with American, like, summer having a boat Maryland culture, like, you know, like, what they're doing, basically, where they, like, you know, have a very nice house on, like, a lake and some stuff and what have you. So I like watching it and, like, seeing what's going on, but basically it's a teen romance comedy, yeah, but basically I really like the show. Oh, the- okay. Sorry, I have to say this. Um, no hate. The mom, like the blonde hair mom, I did not like her acting at all. I, I didn't really think she was a good actress. No, she's not- it's not that she's not a good actress. It's just that I felt like her character, like the energy gave off. It wasn't as fitting as like, um, what's the mom's name? The other mom? The other mom, like she did a phenomenal job playing like the mom on the show and she gave a really good performance. I felt like the other mom's performance was lacking. And then I also hate the character of the best friend. I don't know why I hate her, but like, I did not like her character. And apparently in the show, she ends up like visiting like two times. In the books, she doesn't visit at all. They should have kept it like that. We didn't need her there, okay? I still, we didn't need her, honestly. We did not. But yeah, good show. I gave it a four out of five. Next, I finished the final season of Blackish. I gave it a four out of five. I talk about Blackish all the time. I thought it was a great show. Love all the characters. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. And I love all the girls on the show. Also, the guys are great, but like the girls on the show are so great. And I thought it was really well done. Oh, and next is another anime. This is Kaguya-sama Love is War. Uh, this is such a good anime because it's each episode like is split into two, so it's like twelve minutes, twelve minutes. It's like small like plots for each episode, and then I think like the final couple episodes of the season were like one big full thirty minutes. But basically, it's about these two people who really like each other, but they're too egotistical and too stubborn to admit it. It's actually very sweet. Next is the real. I don't know if you guys know the real. It's like a talk show with. Oh my god, I don't remember any of their names, but I watched this show for the past 10 years, like, on and off. Um, I just watched the clips on YouTube, pretty much, but basically, they ended the show after 10 years, and it wasn't for any other reason than, like, they were moving on, the show got cancelled. I was having a moment when I was, like, watching the final episode. I was, I remember I was, like, on the day of the final episode, I was, like, on my computer, just, like, watching all the clips, and I was feeling a certain way, but it's crazy, like, this show, like, it's like a talk show, right? So they're being very honest about their opinions and stuff. And it's crazy because when I watch it, like, I know the opinions on things they had back then aren't the same now because they've just, like, grown as people. And I thought that was really cool to reflect on. Also, I love Garcelle. I wish Garcelle came earlier on this show because she came, like, after Tamara left. Um, but I loved her input. I think she was very, like, she gave her opinion and she was just very, like, um, what's the word? like, respectful of other people's opinions, 
she was like great at like chatting and talking and sharing her opinions and being respectful of other people and what have you. It, she was a really good addition. I love the show. Lonnie, Adrian Baylon, Jeannie, so good. Um, definitely, if you're bored one day, go on to the Real YouTube channel and like just watch their clips because they're enjoyable. They just talk about like girl chat and stuff like that. Um, next, I binge watched <laughs> Insecure on HBO. Gave it five stars. What did I write about? I wrote, I love this show. I love the show. Soundtrack was great and more. I'm happy Molly. Something happened to Molly, but I'm not going to share what. And Issa and so-and-so getting together. I love them. Not saying who it was. Okay? Not going to spoil that. And then basically, like, the show... Wow, like, they revealed this at the beginning of the show, but, like, Issa and Lawrence, you get introduced to them, and they've been together for, like, five years in... The show starts when Issa's about to turn 30, I believe. And they were, like, living together for five years. It's it's crazy. Because, like, you know, it's not until, like, their mid to late 30s where, like, things turn out okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, their life just randomly picked up after 30, which I thought was crazy. I don't know. It was a very good watch. Very good watch. Highly recommend it if you have HBO. This show keeps me on the edge of my seat. So good. Did you know the person... Yvonne, who plays Molly on the show, had no agent or, like, prior acting experience when she auditioned, but Issa liked her so much that she gave her the part, and she ended up, like, killing her role as Molly. Like, isn't that insane? She did so good. I loved her on Insecure. I think they did a good job. She did a good, great job portraying Molly, and so did the other other characters, sorry. Next is Bridgington. Okay, I watched season one and season two. So good! Ah, oh my god. I love Jonathan Bailey. I think he's great. I love this show. First season was good. I like the second season. I wish the second season you got to see more of... Season ends when the couple gets together. So yeah, I wish we got to see more of that. But they just filmed like the third season. So I'm excited to watch that as well. Um, next, I rewatched Kim Possible. Great show. Ron Rufus. I watched Euphoria. What did I write? Oh, okay, I gave this five stars. I actually really liked Euphoria season one and season two. Um, I appreciate backstory. Like, people explaining why people are the way they are, you know? Um, next is... Oh, I watched Fruits Basket, the third final season. And I am so... Okay, so I need a therapist to react to Fruits Basket because this show is crazy. It's, it's an anime. I watched the original anime when I was like really, really young and they remade it to follow that original manga. And the third season was the finale. Like the original anime um, ended really weirdly, but this one actually ended the way it's supposed to be. And I thought it was well done. I wish, ah, I wish it, like again, the same thing with Bridgington, the couple gets together at the end and I wish they you get to see more of them. But there was prologue movie regarding Toru's mom and her dad and about their life. Will I watch it? Maybe, who knows. Um, but there's that. And I think I give it five stars. Toru is so cute. Anyways, next is what we do in the shadows. So um, this is the story, I try to explain it, but it's like the mockumentary about vampires. Um, it's not like that new, sh it's not the new show that's really popular right now going around on Twitter. It's not that, it's a different show by like Taika Waititi. And I watched the third season 
And I watched it because... Why did I watch this? I was reading the New York Times and they recommended a show so I watched it and it was very enjoyable. I thought it was so well done. I, I actually really enjoy this show. There's some parts I'm like, uh, it's kind of like, um, mm, you know, like, mm. but overall I think it's a really good show. I really enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Oh my god, my favorite episode was um when, what's his name, what's his face? Laszlo? Not Laszlo. Nandor? Nandor, he like, um, joins that cult. That was my, that was so funny. Like, I cannot even explain how funny that was to me. Okay, the last show is one I actually wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, it's Rami. I actually, like, didn't write this down, but I actually watched the newest season back in October, I believe. I'm just gonna say October 30th. Um, this is the third season. This is the season um, Bella Hadid shows up on. Um, sidebar, Bella Hadid's, like, guest character on the show is, like, super cute. It's very, like, she doesn't have a lot of parts, but it's super cute. I think she's so cute. Rami is really annoying, but it, third season, and I think it's just because I was exposed, like, absurdity of, like, the characters the first two seasons. But the third season, I think I've developed some sort of, like, Stockholm Syndrome. I think, in general... I really like this show. I think what this show does a really good job at is like kind of showcasing the complexities and nuances humans in general. Like when I watch like Rami, when I watch his mom, like his mom was a huge part of this season. When I watch her struggle, when I watch Rami struggle, Ahmed's struggle, I think that's his name, right? Oh, I forgot the sister's name. I think her name's Lena. Mina? Lena? like that Farouk struggle I see them as like individuals like I don't see them as like Egyptian American Muslim people which I don't know if it's just me getting older and just being like everyone's got their own difficulties you know what I'm saying but yeah I really enjoyed the third season and I think it's just like like how am I even explaining this right now but anyways I watched the third season of Rami I thought it was really well done ending it was mm, ending was okay it was kind of chaotic but I think in general, the show, like, third season was done really well. I liked... It, it's, like, such... There's so much to tackle with this show that I can't even sit here and explain to you what I actually think. Because, like, I don't even know what I think. But, yeah, basically, Rami. Good show. I would actually recommend you watching it on Hulu. You might want to bang your head against the wall a couple times, but... I think it's worth it. Um, and that wraps up the TV shows I watched and we're just gonna jump straight into into video games, sorry. So starting off, I finished Final Fantasy X for PlayStation 3, I believe. I give five out of five stars. I finished it back in March. I love this game. This game, like, it took me a really long time to beat because I would jump on a video game, play it aggressively, and then stop playing it when I hit like a roadblock. And I had to do that thing in this game or like, because I skipped, it's like the thing in Pokemon when you're like walking around and all of a sudden like a Pokemon comes out of nowhere and they want to fight you or like a trainer comes out of nowhere and they want to fight you just to like develop skills. But however, I run away from those. So then when I actually have to like fight someone that matters, my skill level is not up to par. So I just end up dying. So I had to do that in Final Fantasy X, hence why it took me so long. So good. Um, I started Final Fantasy X too and like, I was playing it and then I started reading reviews and it doesn't sound so good and like I don't want to ruin how I ended Final Fantasy X so I don't know I it's I started playing it am I gonna finish it I don't know I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna jump to Fire Emblem Three Houses and see if I 
play that instead. But we will see. Love that game. Give it a 5 out of 5 stars. Definitely worth it. I think it's one of the most popular, like, Final Fantasy ten. I mean, Final Fantasy games. Next is Kingdom Hearts 3. Gave it 5 stars. Oh. My. God. Okay, I adore this game. I think this game is so good. I think even, like, they updated all the graphics because it was on PlayStation 5. And it was so good oh my gosh it was so good i gave initially i gave it four out of five stars because i felt like the game went by so fast because i was just playing so much of it it was so enjoyable um i loved all the worlds i wish they added more worlds i think that would have been way more fun um the game ended on a cliffhanger which i was not expecting i thought the third game was going to be the end all be all and then i went on twitter and saw people like doxing sora if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't look into it. It's it's crazy out there. But, um, yeah, I love this game. So good. Like, my, like, so much fun to play. Oh, my gosh. I, I only have good things to say about this game. And then finishing it up, the last game I played was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, this was for PlayStation 5, I believe. Like, when I say... I am a very optimistic person, and I say things are great. But this video game exceeded all expectations for a good video game. A good video game and just a good piece of media in general. I adore this game. It was so good. It was worth the $40. And I wish I played it sooner. But I'm glad I played it late now. Because they're coming out with Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Which is kind of like a prologue game. Before they're going to make the second game from the Final Fantasy VII trilogy. Which will be like Reborn. I adored this game. Like it was so good. It is so worth the play. It talks about something that's very prevalent today. Global warming ecology and it talks about like you know running our planet's resources dry and for the sake of like innovation technology so have you and then it talks about on top of that like conspiracy and I think that's kind of a very interesting take and I think this game was ahead of its time like I said it was a remake and what I wrote is oh my god I just finished the game and honestly it was a lot of fun I had higher expectations in terms of the end of getting deeper into the story. Initially, I didn't know that they were going to make more. It was going to be a trilogy. I thought it was only going to be like one game because the original was just one game. So like I had higher expectations for the end in terms of getting deeper into the story. But it kind of makes sense since I know there will be a second game or trilogy. Man, I love everyone. I'm so shook. Wait, I'm not going to spoil this. But yeah, I really like Tifa. I like her style. I want to get my hair cut like her. Like her hair is on my haircut mood board right now. And I'm really contemplating doing it, even though I have a cowlick, which will like inevitably ruin everything about my hair. But yeah, this ending, this episode on this video game, so good, so, so, so good. I, I'm tempted to play it again, but I don't want to play it again because I don't want to go through the same emotions I went through when I was playing it. But yeah, that was everything I watched and played in 2022 let's wrap up the show i'm actually gonna take another break i want more coffee okay friends i'm back so that wraps up today's episode i recorded for an hour and six minutes which is the longest episode i've done that's non get ready with me but even so my get ready with me is get like cut down to like about 30 ish minutes anyways 30 40 minutes so this is probably going to be my longest episode ever but it was a lot of fun to record honestly 
I said at the beginning I would talk about the Sazza's album at the end, which I'm going to do right now. Love this album. Like, I remember listening to Control and being like, this is like so, such a great album. But when you consistently listen to music, you're like, it doesn't hit the same, right? So like when, you know, like this year when I would listen to Control, like previous year's album on repeat, but like nowadays, like this year specifically, I didn't listen to it a lot except for newer stuff that she released. Shirt was so good. Good days. I hate you. <laughs> it's really good. I just like always remember this meme that was like, so the tweeting, <laughs> Her tweeting, I'm not leaving my house until I finish this project. And then the next thing you know, she's outside getting photos for the Met Gala. I thought it was so funny. It's okay. I, I don't mind at all because this album is absolutely excellent. So good. That song, Special, literally like ripped my heart out of my chest, threw it on the ground and stomped. It got stomped on. That's how I was like listening to the song. I was like, wow, I am just a loser for real. Oh my God. So yeah, it was a really good album. Wrecked me, healed me, and now we're coming back. So that is my opinion on that. So I kind of switched up my method for like planning my videos and episodes or what have you. So I have like on my notebook that I got from like the MoMA from the Virgil Abloh exhibit. And I use this now to plan out episodes and makeup looks instead of using my notion because it, it's just too much cluttered this way i'm able to like write down my thoughts pretty much so i did that today loving it and i have this like really cute cat clip that i got from like a stationery store in new york so cute i have like several different colors the like clasp of this isn't very strong so it's not like I can't like, it's not like a normal paper clip, but it is super cute. So I still like using it. So yeah, next episode is probably gonna be best beauty products maybe, or what I'm planning for 2022. I don't know what to plan. Like I kind of don't know. Like I have my lavender lifestyle notebook here, workbook. And sadly, I didn't really use it throughout the year. I just found it not being like compatible with like my daily habits in a sense so like i didn't really use it it was really good though too for like the beginning sections i actually really like doing them prior to this last year and the year before i used to do this on just like computer paper and keep it in a folder but this year was the year i decided to get the book and honestly i'm not gonna be buying the book next year i think this is really really good if you um don't already have like like a very intense agenda unit like i have my agenda i have a i have my notion I have other diaries and journals, so it doesn't necessarily make sense for me to add on to that because a lot of stuff I do in this notebook other than like the goal planning type of thing. Like ideally I would want to do my goal planning in like separate sheets of paper or even in my agenda other than like the beginning sections where you plan out your life pretty much. I didn't really use the, which is kind of sad because I, I really like Eileen and I think this notebook was really well done for like what people need it for. I would... I'm probably gonna buy some more of her stuff on her shop. She added some other things, so I'm really excited about that. So I don't know what to plan or what that episode will entail. Oh my god, it was one hour, 11 minutes, and 11 seconds on the timer. If you're listening, that means that's a good vibe. I'm sending good vibes. But basically, yeah, that wraps up today's episode. Um, Like I said, I plan on making like a YouTube channel where I just... Like, the TikTok is fun, but I just need to talk. Like, I need to talk while I'm doing my makeup. So, I'm going to be doing that soon. So, let me know what you think if I should do it. I'm probably going to do it anyways. I got, like, these new tiny mics. So, basically, instead of using the mic I'm using right now, I clasp this to, like, my robe when I'm doing my makeup. So, the audio is just better. 
when I'm recording. So yeah, so very excited for that. And then, is there anything else? Not really. That kind of wraps up today's episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you don't already know, I'm uploading kind of every day to TikTok. I'm kind of like redeveloping my strategy right now to like start uploading again over the weekend. So look out for that. I'm also on Pinterest. I'm also on, on Instagram. I'm gonna finish like my Instagram layout. It, right now it's still in ground zero, but we will get it from ground zero to maybe ground one by the end of this year. So look out for that. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say or talk about. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week, weekend. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and bye.